Good evening, good evening. It's the Couch Potato Sports Report with T-Bird and the other guy and Dexter. If you'll notice, Mo's not here tonight. And uh, so me and OG, we're going to be rolling with the punches tonight. OG, we got a lot of stuff in the NBA going on with LeBron James. You know, the Lakers, they got this team, uh, you know, they won a championship in the bubble. And now, you know, people don't think they can win it out of the bubble. And then you got Anthony Davis, who supposed to be all this and all that. And to me, he ain't all that. But LeBron's out. So, so what what do you think this is gonna take their team? Will they will they get in the play in tournament? Will they make the regular uh playoffs? You know, they are they are a team comprised of all stars and they're individual all stars and they do not have the cohesion to to go very far in the playoffs. They have all the talent in the world, but they cannot put together. And that's why even with a full roster, they struggle. I mean, look at look at towards the end of last year and even into this year with a full with a full, you know, team, they're just they're okay because they just don't they, they play individual basketball. Right, That's right. the best way to put it. Well, I mean, like uh, when you think about Anthony Davis, you know, that was the big get that LeBron wanted to get. And he got him. Uh, how many games has this guy missed? I mean, he they just giving him money. I mean, it's just not I wouldn't want him on my team if you want to know the truth, because he never plays. And now when he starts to play, he can't carry the team without LeBron. He was supposed to have been that guy. He's 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 not necessarily a number one guy. And and you know, talk about playing hurt, man. I, I couldn't I can't think of a of a center type of player. He's a very big, he's a big guy. How many big men play consistently? I, I mean, think about Zion. Zion misses every other game. He been out 26 straight games. Like, <laughs> come on now. I mean, <laughs> Like, what's he doing to earn that that big old check he's getting? Well, uh, you know, again, you know, I know we, we talked about it last week, but, you know, the load management thing, uh, I think that's running the NBA, but LeBron got a legitimate uh, injury here. And I just really don't think that they can win without LeBron. And, and Anthony Davis, I mean, he'll tweak something tomorrow, and that'll be that. So. What what do you think their chances are with getting in the playoffs? Without LeBron, I think it's going to be a stretch at best. Um, with LeBron, I think they're you know maybe they could get sixth, seventh, eighth seed, but I think playing tournament if they're lucky without LeBron, they they very well could miss just because they don't have that guy. You, LeBron is such a good player to get everyone else involved, and I mean. You need a guy like that. They don't. They certainly don't have that without him. I mean, definitely not. And and AD is not the answer that maybe they they thought he was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not the answer. And even if they got in the playoffs, they're not going to go very far. Because LeBron, he's LeBron, but he's thirty eight, and he's thirty eight. LeBron, and he, he he can't carry them every game like he used to. Deck, you got a take on that? Uh, yeah, I I kind of. I think it'd be, it'd be it's kind of an interesting question because you have all this game film on LeBron, and that's part of the problem is you have a ton of film and everything on him. But with everybody else, you don't really have anything on them. You don't have a, a whole lot of 
information to see how well they play together without him. So what happens now? You know, do you, it, it's, it's like you have a chance to decentralize the offense and see what they can do. So they can make or break themselves at this point, you know, yeah. not to answer a question with a question, but I feel like the whole thing's interesting. Yeah. And then they just made, you know, a trade where they uh, sent Pat, Patrick Beverly on his way. And then they got, you know, a new two or three guys and, you know, you got to get some continuity with those guys and the season is about over. And again, I think the whole key is AD. I mean, they should having LeBron and AD, they should be able to play with LeBron with AD because he's that dude. But he's not that dude. He's not Joel Embiid. You know, he's not Giannis. And he was supposed to have been in the conversation with those guys, but he's not. Yeah, he was he was the dude his first couple of years in the league because there wasn't a Zion. There wasn't a Giannis at the time. He was the best that there was and we didn't realize that there were several people better at his kind of position if you right. and I, I i can't understand for the life of me and y'all help me i can't understand why that guy's so fragile i mean he's a he's a big dude but it, it's it's like he got a stress here he got a stress there he's out for 15 games i mean i don't even understand that I don't, I don't remember guys being out like that back in the day to you. No, no, definitely not. And, and there have been guys as big as him and, and taller even. The guy needs to eat a cheeseburger or two. I mean, put some <laughs> meat on those bones. But, I mean, he's not the only only thin, tall guy. But there are some, some big, tall guys too. Right, right. And, you know, honestly, I, I feel like sometimes his eyebrows get in the way of his shots. <laughs> That's a good point, Dexter. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's just... I just wouldn't I wouldn't have him on my team. I think uh I know when LeBron going title, right? Okay, AD, everybody else was standing up and AD was sitting down over there and they, they asked him, man, what's what's up with that? Why you didn't go, you know, give LeBron his his flowers, you know? And uh he was talking about it it didn't have nothing to do with that. It was about the way they was playing or something. Come on. Are we gonna believe that, OG? Yeah, I, I again, we got lots of superstars, lots of egos, and lots of you know whatever. It, I don't care who you are, if you're playing on LeBron's team, it's LeBron's it's team. LeBron's team, no doubt about it. So he's got a something, something's yeah. doesn't sit well, but he should know going in that it is LeBron's team. I don't care who you are. I don't care if he's forty; it's still LeBron's right. team. You know what I mean? Because that. that there was, there was no call to do that. I mean, get up, go get a boy's flowers. Ain't nothing you can say because you done missed more than half the season with an injury again. Right. I mean, in fairness to Anthony Davis, he was sponsored by Haterade, so you know he he's got it. You know he's got that contract and everything. So, uh, well, hey man, it is what it is. You know, long live the Lakers. <laughs> All right, guys. When we come back, we're going to talk a little NFL free agency. And uh, I wonder what that means for the Atlanta Falcons coming up. Back in a minute. This is Mo Better from the Couch Potatoes Porch Report. Graduate is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, 
we will find the best tailor-made policy. We can even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Cat Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, guys, we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report, T-Bird and OG. And uh, OG, we got free agency coming up. And Lord knows our Atlanta Falcons need to make some moves. And I, I guess the, the question is, what do we need and who do we need? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we, we talk about this year every single year. We need offensive, defensive linemen, and you know, we need some skill positions. And I think the big question here, so the Falcons have the number eight pick right now. And there's some talented players on the board. But I think the bigger question is, is Desmond Ritter the guy? And, and, and it, once we answer that question, we can know, okay, who do we want to pursue in, the free, in free agency and or who do we want to look at drafting or, or moving up or back or whatever? Like, what do we do with our pick if Ritter's the guy? But see, we're not going to know if Ritter's the guy unless he plays, right? Yeah, and, and he he did start, you know, Mary got benched halfway through the year. He did start, he he looked decent. There's some potential, but I don't know if there's enough evidence to to really make a, a decision either way. And there's not. And uh, uh, you know, let's think. Now they they the Bears are talking about trading the number one pick. That's been the talk all week. You know, we got the combine going on this week. And if they trade that pick, you got to think the Falcons are going to try to make some kind of move to be one of the teams in the conversation because of the quarterbacks that's on, that's, that can be drafted. So, you know, again, we don't never know what they're going to do. I mean, we think one way and they do something else. but And then there was a scenario about the Bears were talking about trading uh, – Justin Fields, I I call that a few weeks ago, and I said, if I'm Atlanta, I try to be, I try to get that. I try, I, I try to trade something to get Justin Fields. He's been in the league a couple of years. You know, pretty much know what you're getting if you can protect him. What's your What's your thoughts on those two scenarios? So, I think, I think we we need a number one franchise quarterback. 
period. Would that be Justin Fields if you could and, get him? And if we can get Fields, it would be it would check a lot of those things. I think there's enough there that, like you said, you know what you're going to get. He is he a is he a ten out of ten quarterback? No, but there, I mean there are very few out there. But he's local to the area. He grew up right down the street from us. Yeah, at, at Harrison High School, and like just the the you know we talk about Trey not being invested in the community. Well. Well, he grew up in this community, yeah, so yeah. so you know Justin's going to be bought in. I think he would be a lot. He'd, he'd get a lot of fandom and and fans interested. You know, local fans that watched him. You know, grow up, and I think that and that he would be a great opportunity. I would rather go after him than I would the number one overall pick. And I would rather go after him than Lamar Jackson. Yes, because if you go after Lamar Jackson, you're going to be right back in Camp Hale, like you win with Matt Ryan. I don't and, want and yeah. don't want to do that again because you see we can't get nothing. I I don't want I don't want Lamar. He's he's I think he's toxic. A sidebar on him. It's sounding like he's signing with the Commanders. So what? Who? Yeah, that's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, there, there's some things being finalized tonight. We're gonna know more later on, but yeah, he's uh you know, he I guess they're meeting his conditions. I'm just wondering how big that bag is gonna be. So really. That's the rumor, man. Did you hear that news? I I I could see that. Remember, late last year, we talk, he probably could have come back one of the last couple yeah, of games, yeah, and, he, and yeah. he chose not to. Yeah. And there was some dissension. You know, there were some guys making some comments. Yeah. So maybe there's more going on than we really thought or, or put much much thought into. And look, Lamar wants to get paid. He's He finished out his fifth-year option. He's, he's ready to start his second big contract. The guy wants to get paid, and he sees Deshaun Watson and, and everyone else getting their money, and, and it's all cash. Right. He wants to do the same. The Ravens may not be able to meet that or, or be willing to do that. So he's going to shop him, himself around. Yeah, I, I get that, but I, I didn't see that coming with the commanders. No, because— Well, they got Eric Bieniemy as their OC now, too. I mean— also, if you think about it, I mean, he doesn't have to sell his home. That's true. It is pretty darn close. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, true. Nice that's from what I understand. You know, own mill. So, yeah. but let's think about it though. The Commanders—they've got—they've got a few decent quarterbacks too. Carson Wentz. They've got. Um, well, he's Henneke. gone. They released. Him. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. so they got Henneke, who's who's been their guy for most of two years or so, and yeah. played well. He's mm -hmm. he's not bad. I just. I'm not sure if I understand why they would go after someone like Lamar when they've got some and they've got good. That's not a need for them. Well, I think it's a level thing. I mean, they they just in their minds and everybody else's mind, Lamar is next level, period. And when you're when you're a team that hadn't won in a long time and you're trying to win, uh, you're doing whatever you can. Number one, to get people in the house and number two. If that you feel like that's gonna give you the best chance to win, that's what you that's what you do. Because I felt all along that all these owners, it's a big game to them. They got so much money. All right, I'm gonna beat you. I'm you know, I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna beat that. It's that's that's it's a big game to them guys. Yes, you know, honestly, I it kind of makes sense for uh Lamar Jackson to go over there because the enemy is going to implement the exact same system that he did in KC, in this, which is similar to the one that uh, San Francisco used when um, uh, Colin Kaepernick was playing uh, and sent him to the Super Bowl. So it's you just need a certain type of quarterback to fit that system. And he it it, it looks like it's got a lot of upside. So. So. And and we talked about Bienemy 
leaving KC, KC. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know, maybe I just didn't realize it, but I, he doesn't, he didn't call the plays there. So I can see, you know, his responsibility is increased and he's got a bigger role and all that, but man, that it still seems like a downgrade to me going to the commanders. It, it does. And you know what? And Andy Reid to me is a genius, but if I'm the OC, I want to call plays. I mean, I don't know what kind yeah. of arrangement they had up there, but uh, if I'm the OC, I want to call the plays because that's how you get elevated to a head coach. I guess that was the reason why he wasn't getting elevated to a head coach because he, in essence, he wasn't calling the plays. Yeah, but man, you yeah, I I I I understand it from that perspective. Uh-huh. You want you want to you know lead the team, and you want to have that kind of fall on you. I just it's hard to man. You've got a winning franchise. Why break? You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I've, yeah. I've got a question for you. Getting back to the Falcons here, yeah, and their draft. They're you know draft pick number eight. If they just if there's still a quarterback on the board. Do you think they could convince a, another team to trade up to their to number eight to get that you know get whoever that team wanted? If there's a quarterback on the board, do you think the Falcons would trade up to? No, it no, to get trade it? down. It, with the what situation would would the Falcons trade down? Um, I don't think they'll trade down because I don't want to get no low rated quarterback. I don't care if he is a quarterback. I. I want to get the highest rated quarterback. Am I making sense to you? Yeah, but if maybe the if the Falcons, okay, Ritter's our guy. We don't we're not looking for a quarterback. Yeah. But there are other there are great quarterbacks in the draft. Other teams need quarterbacks. Does it make sense for the Falcons to then trade down and get more picks so that they can get some more talent yeah, in all yeah, these? Yeah, you can do that because they need a lot. Yeah. And and uh, you know, number one, we don't know how many people we're gonna bring back from this past year you know a lot of guys want one-year deals so you it's a it's a must we got to get edge rushers we got uh we got a couple but we need some guys that can come in there and really get to the quarterback and keep bringing those guys along that they home. all right we we need uh uh d tackles somebody gotta help grady i mean somebody gotta help grady he can't do it by himself and, you know, when you get uh, pressure on a quarterback, that makes your defensive backs uh, better. You got to get another uh, back, defensive back to go on the long side of uh, 24. Uh, I forget his name. What's his mm-hmm. name? Yeah. I anyway, picture, yeah. you got to get another, uh, you know, a bookend corner over there. So we, we really in a good position. Number one, we got money. Mm-hmm. Okay, we probably got close to $80 million because we just cut Marcus Mariota. That was $12 million. Yep. Okay. And number two, we 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 got we went seven and ten twice, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, with with nothing. So you gotta figure when you get something, that's at least three more games you ought to win. Aaron Rodgers uh, here is available. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, and we ain't got time for that. We, we, got, money. we got money. Yeah, but no. I, th- I think you stick with your plan. Try to get a young uh, quarterback for the franchise. And 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 you move on. Then you f- try to fill up all them other holes you got. You got something, Dick? Yeah, I mean, we talk about Aaron Rodgers and his age, but 
one of the underlooked aspects is if he catches COVID, he's just going to pretty much be out. So, yeah, I put it out there. But remember, he's he's <laughs> immunized, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he as, immunized from dying? As vague of a term as that was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, again, uh, it's free agency all around the league, OG. Uh, it's probably going to be a lot of movement before it's all said and done. Yeah, March 15th is going to be a lot of activity going on. Right. All right, guys, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Washington Commanders and Dan Snyder. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The Levette Group will list the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personal life plan from the Levette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Consultative Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. All right, all right. Coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Just want to tell you while we're on, you can catch us on Spotify, Podbean, uh, follow us on the couch spot. Uh, from, we're from Cartersville, Georgia. We do it every Friday at 6 o'clock. Uh, any of your streaming services, you know, tap it in. You can just put in the Couch Potato Sports Report, and it should pop up on your screen. So you can listen to us anytime. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to share it with a friend. Um, That's a great way to support the show. No doubt about it. So, uh, OG, we was talking about free agency, and before we go into the uh, Dan Snyder thing, you you mentioned a good point to me. Of course I did. (laughs) Yeah, you the smart one, right? Uh, We were talking about Derek Carr. Would he be a good fit in Atlanta? And I told you that I don't think that he would be a good fit for us Considering the, the way Arthur Smith operates, I, I just don't think he is accurate as we need him to be. And then we we need another fit guy. You know, we had that with Mariota. Now it's time to, in my opinion, it's time to get that that franchise quarterback and and start doing other things. You know, my my only comment to that is we didn't have an accuracy guy with Mariota either. Or I mean, Ritter's it's still, right, right. still very new. Right. I think I think. Derek Carr did well in Vegas with a good running game, which we have, and and decent wide receivers. We also have. And he's not the most mobile quarterback. That may be a problem just because Atlanta protection is not the best. Right. But I I think I think if the price is right, I think he could be a good a good band-aid for a good couple of years. But I, I again, OG, I I'm we I'm tired of band-aids, you know. 
personally, I'm tired of Band-Aids. It's kind, this is year three of Arthur Smith. It, it, it's time to, to uh, cross some T's and dot some I's. Because, you know, you're in the NFL, and like Jared Glanville said, if you don't win in this league, he's going to be selling groceries. Right. So, you know, you know, you just it's time to get that franchise guy, whether it's going to be Ritter or whether you're going to uh, get one in the draft or whether you're going to make a trade for one. It's time. We, it's time for us to get off that we need a quarterback thing because you got so many other things you got to deal with. So, uh, I, again, I would like to see us get that franchise guy and start dealing with uh, defensive ends, defensive tackles. We uh, still need an offensive guard. We don't know if we're going to bring Caleb McCarry back at right tackle. So, you know, and this cat is is warranted $70 million this year. That's, not, that's hard to believe, but, yeah, he can get that on the open market. Yeah, I I just – I'm – we I, we thought we were looking for a franchise guy last year. Here we are one year later, we, the same conversation. Oh, we need a franchise quarterback. Well, let's pick one and stick with it, and if it's Ritter, great, let's do it. Yeah. But we got to – we got to – Pick something. Yeah, you gotta pick a direction. It's time to make a decision. All right, talking about uh Daniel Snyder, the uh commander's owner. All right. He's been in the league, I forget how many, it's been a quite a few years, and there's been all kind of controversy surrounding him for years. Uh you think the owners are fed up with him and ready to move on? Yeah, and and they have been for a couple years, but recently just some 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 more dirt surfaced about some you know loan and and just it's he's using the commander's money as a personal piggy bank and uh-huh. all this other stuff and he kind of it looks like he was a bit of a shady dealer in the form of getting this 55 million dollar loan uh-huh. and at the same time the other owners don't really like him because he paid a couple of years he paid people to try and kind of get dirt on the other owners right right so like it's like one of their own, you know. They don't want it. it it'd just be like me trying to find out secrets on like you don't you yeah. don't want that on on one of your own to be doing that to you. That's just so he's not exactly um, best friends with all the owners. They probably want him out now. This is all the more reason just to, just to be done. Yeah, I I find it very funny that when he told them he had that dirt on him, everything sell down there for a minute, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it got real quiet. Dick. Yeah, the thing about that is, um, yeah, you can make it an enemy. You can have, you know, a little dirt on one person here, one person there. But when you got that many people willing to form a union against you, you probably did something wrong. I'm sure, but I'm sure that throughout the league, most most of all those owners are are playing. Uh, a dirty game. Let, let's be honest. Let's be honest. And y'all, if y'all don't agree with it, that's fine. Most people like that that's in the 1%, they didn't get all that honestly. Oh, yeah, of course not. So, okay. I could have told so, you that. So you know that they playing them dirty games amongst all their peers because that's what they do. Yeah, the thing about him in particular is I don't understand. You're worth $4.5 billion dollars. Why do you need another fifty-five million? Like, what is that? How is that going to change your life, dude? Like, yeah, that's just 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 them. OG, you know the other thing. A couple years ago, he got himself into some trouble with some sexual harassment claims, and also remember, um, 
his his president of football operations was the one that exchanged emails with John Gruden with the right. racial stuff. Right. So, right. So like, there's a we got a track record here. Right. And and he hired a woman coach to you know he's the first to hire a, a you know a female woman coach right. of color and right. It, that's a band aid on the but. The guy's toxic to the game. Yeah. And I am glad that in the NFL, the, the, you know, like we talked about with Mo a couple of weeks ago with NBA, that you're, you have to protect the shield at all times. Yeah. And that's what, and and that's why the NFL has the power to basically force the sale of a team. And whereas the NBA, it's a little different. Yeah. Well, kind of sort of, I mean, they forced, uh, that sale of the Clippers room. Well, true. So, you know, I I just think, uh, but it's going to be a process to get him out, right? Yeah. I mean, it's never easy, but they are forcing the sale. He did actually list his house in Maryland. So I'm sure he's, he knows the end to say, I, I'm sure they've got enough there. Maybe there's more than we know about, right, but right, right. He, he, I feel like he knows the end is here. It's not like he can fight and, and, you know, keep it. Well, go back, OG, and if you don't mind, research a little bit some of the stuff that that he had. Do you, do you remember that? Yeah, let me uh, let me do that real quick. Here. Right. I've got a list. And deck thoughts on uh, some you you are owner in a league, and you've done some shady stuff, and they want they they all the other owners coming together and saying, "Look, man, it's time for you to go." How you, how would you feel about that? Uh, I mean. You got to remember, they're coming in with the attitude of perpetual saltiness, mm. just perpetual entitlement and all that. They can't be told what to do. But if it were me, I mean, I figure I've done enough shady stuff in my life and I'm poor. So, yeah, maybe they, um, yeah, I I probably feel some sort of way about it, to be quite honest with you. I mean, but, you know, don't you think that rich people feel like they can get away with whatever they want to get away with? Oh yeah, that's how, they, that's how they got rich. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but yeah, that's how they got where they are. It's funny because I I just heard about this statistic that it's less than like twelve percent of like billionaires or something like that uh, didn't get their money from inheritance or something. Yeah, yeah. And then like another thirty percent uh, didn't add anything to the fortune or something like right. that. This is. It is what it is. Like these people aren't geniuses. They were just born in the right. In right. Code, so, yeah. Well, I tell you what. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a break right here, and okay. when we come back, we're gonna have some dirt on Daniel Snyder, some of the stuff he did, and then you at home, you you know, I'm sure you'll have an opinion about it as well. Uh, back in a minute. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino of the Levette Group, 
And you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. All right, back on the Cows Potato Sports Report here in Cartersville, Georgia, on this kind of uh, wet, sunny Friday night. Uh, but we're our conversation is we're on Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, and some of the shady stuff he's done. And OG has got us a little uh intel on some of the stuff he's done, yeah. So, Dan Snyder's been uh the now commander's former Redskins owner since '99, so you know, 20 or um, yeah, 20, 23 ish years. And he's had a number of scandals in the last couple of years. So it, it started back in 2020 with some you know, racial, but more, more specifically, 22 female employees stepped forward about sexual harassment. So toxic workplace, NFL launches an investigation, and it appeared like Dana Snyder hired some folks to maybe interfere with or mm-hmm. slow down the investigation. Uh-huh. Um, but also of those, he had several players, uh, several employees sign NDA, so non-disclosure agreements, so that they couldn't talk about any of those issues. And mm. during the investigation, that was the whole thing. But then we we fast forward a bit, and and we're we're talking about, um, and so so we we're talking then about. Uh, the whole John Gruden thing that that certainly played into that, but then there's the whole financial piece. Yeah, and so there was a time where Snyder had three minority owners, of course, also billionaires, but right. it was him and three other minority owners, and those minority owners combined had forty percent. They had a forty percent stake. Well, he's doing this. He took out this fifty-five million dollar loan for whatever reason they didn't know about. But it was against the team, but he was using it for himself. So uh, personal use. Uh-huh. The team didn't know about or the, the owners didn't know about it. And then in 21, um, the NFL fined the team $10 million and basically told that Snyder would be stepping away from day-to-day operations. <laughs> well, that came and went. That didn't happen. Um, but man, we have like serious, serious financial implications going on here because he sued to force the sale uh, the the minority owners to sell back to him and buy him out and so he gave them you know whatever the price was back then well right now today that's a drastically lower number than it would be if 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 the sale goes through like it's looking like they're gonna they're gonna miss out on several you know hundreds of millions of dollars uh-huh. so all due to this $55 million, these three guys are going to miss out on hundreds of millions Absolutely of dollars. Million, yeah. 
because he's he's borrowed money against the team. That's like that's like using his business to look to take a loan out, but right. using it for his own personal bank account. Right. You can't do that. It, and and the other owners are in essence coming together and saying he's doing bad business and we don't want that's look that's up on the shield again, right? Yeah. Uh and 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 Dick, what's your thoughts on that? Um I don't know, man. It's it's went from football to 3D chess for a minute. So I don't it's hard to say, dude. I can see those guys being salty about it because the principle of it is, yeah, these guys are part owners of a team. But this guy went out of his way to kind of screw them over. So, yeah, I can I can see them. Yeah, so 10 years ago, he, he hires people to dig up dirt on the other owners. That doesn't look good to your right. other owner friends. Right. And then they can see in the last two years, he's had multiple you know harassment um, claims oh, against yeah. him. I mean, not just one or two, but... Right. We're talking Deshaun Watson size uh, claim, you know, amount right. of claims. And then he's got all this financial stuff. Like all the other owners are saying, look, this guy's got a bad shop. He's got all these other issues. It's not just one thing. It's it's everything. We got to get him out. Yeah. And so that's where kind of it stands today. He's he's likely going to be forced out. Right. And another issue, uh, guys, that I want to uh, talk about is they changed the name from the Redskins. Something the commanders. That, something that they said they'd never do. They'd never do. And then they were the Washington football team for two seasons. Right. And now they're the commanders. And I'm sure that he did that to appease uh, people for the cause of the stuff he was in. You understand? Because, you know, before he said he wouldn't do it when, when we didn't know that much. But now he eased up on that. But, you know, the thing is, the um the Native American culture, we're fine with it. We're uh, fine with it because it wasn't derogatory. Right, right. But it's it's all the the um you know pundits. All the pundits that had all the issues with it. Oh, well, you know, it, it just it's other people putting their opinion out on on the norm. And yeah. and because he was in all this other trouble, he thought that hey, if we change the name, maybe that'll help ease some of the tension. All of that. It's funny because um I don't remember hearing that the Native American community wasn't offended by it. Then how come uh, that'd be like? I'm just saying I didn't hear it, but uh, it, it, did you get a source or something on that or what? Yeah, I re um, I, I could ha I'd have to look it up, but I I remember it being talked about on you know ESPN or somewhere that hey it wasn't necessarily the Native American community that was pushing the hardest for this. It was the SJWs. It it was the who. Social justice warriors. Oh, okay. oh yes. You've never heard of that before? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, because, I have, but I, you know, not the initials. Oh, okay. Because it'd be like, like, then how come the Atlanta Braves are still called the Atlanta Braves? Right. Like, and, 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 you know, did you say that? You know, it come up with the Braves because the Braves said, this is what they did. Uh, they got that community of Native Americans. They have a, a, I think, a Native American night. They do stuff within their community to ease that tension to where the Braves said, we're not going to change our name. And I think that gives them a gateway to keeping that by, you know, being in with, with the Native American. And the the logo change, remember, because we used to have the head with the headband. Right, right, right. And right. Now, now it's the chop. Right. So, you know, just, just distance ourselves from anything. I mean, yeah, yeah. That. In fairness, though, Braves can be 
anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be. It's a, a bit of a broad definition for one word where Redskins was specific. Native American. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. And then they, um, then you also have like the Cleveland Indians who I guess are going to be the Guardians now. Yes. Yeah, they're the Guardians. I, I, I just. I mean, those examples make sense to me. The mm-hmm. changing the Braves kind of doesn't. You know what I mean? So even my high school, uh, they did you know that Thunderbirds is a, a Native American symbol? I didn't know, but my Not high school really. was the Thunderbirds. They changed their name to the Thunder. So Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, when you look at that, that just tells you how different the world is today, wouldn't you say? Uh, what, 40 years ago, <laughs> You could buy, call a name, whatever you want to call it, but you can't today because it it activates <laughs> a lot of different uh, potentially offensive. Yes, that's a good word, and I just you know you we come up with the Cleveland Indians, we come up with the Washington Redskins, and I I guarantee you most people didn't think nothing about it because. That's what we always knew. But on the flip side, uh, I can see being a Native American, and that would be offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's funny that you say that because um, I, uh, I I was thinking about this party when the I was sitting at the Super Bowl party when the Broncos had won, and um, I was invited to the party by uh, a friend and her husband, um, he stood up and he said, um, that's right. You dance that jigaboo dance or something like that. And uh, being the only black guy at the party, yeah. everybody was quiet. He looked at me. He's like, Hey, I'm sorry about that. And I'm thinking, I was, was like, it was so casual how he dropped that. Yeah. And then I remembered I live in America. So people j- casually drop that. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Uh, and people know casually dropped for so long. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, and you know, I mean. I, you know, if you say something offensive, because you may say, "Hey, OG, look, man, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to." But I think, I think in a lot of cases, it's it's it, it is inadvertent, but it's convers- part of conversation. But it's inadvertent. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. And like, I didn't mean. And I I think some for some people, they really don't mean that. Right. That that you know. And I, I think the difference between the Indians, the Braves, and the Redskins is because from what I understand, Redskins is a, a bit of a derogatory term Very versus much. versus the other ones. Yeah. So yeah. if we t- if we look at other name changes in major sports, we've got the Tampa Bay, they were used to be the Devil Rays. Right. And now they're the Rays. Right. I, I understand. I get that. I understand that. And then we've got the the Washington Bullets, who are now um, the Wizards. The, the Wizards. Washington Wizards. Yeah. I, I get that one too. Like that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I maybe because it's the derogatory nature. I I think that, but like the Indians, maybe yeah. I don't necessarily understand I'm, that one as much, just because it's not talking down about it. If anything, it's it's of, just talking about the people. Right. I, I think if anything, the it was the caricature of the Cleveland and that Indian. could be, and that could I think be. that was. That was a bit, but again, the logo cartoonish. That's the logo. It was, it was kind of excessive. Oh, okay. Well, you know, we can go on and on about that, and people gonna have different opinions about it. But you know, 
I, I'm still not with the Cleveland Guardians. I mean, that's that right there is still on me. And I, I, to me, that's not a good baseball name. You know, I mean, what is at this point? <laughs> they could be the the. <laughs> The brown socks. <laughs> I just think I just yeah, but I just thought that they could have put a little bit more thought in it. Like the yeah. you, you know, think, you think the name the Cleveland Browns football team would be a would, had any thought to? They don't even have an actual logo if you think about it. No, nah, they don't. They're just named after a dude. <laughs> like we're all one I mean, big that, family. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's up for discussion. But so I, why not make your your name to the highest bidder? Like you know, I'll be the 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 uh, Cleveland Allstate Insurance. You know. Whatever's like, <laughs> I'd take the Guardians over the Cleveland All uh, yeah, yeah, or, or not, you know, whatever. In, insert your, you know, your company, whatever. Like, why not do that then? Why not the Sluggers? I don't know. Just some sort of action-sounding name. Okay, I, I mean that ain't bad. The Cleveland Sluggers. I mean that that I like that. I, I really do because yeah. it's pertaining to baseball. Yeah. This is true. This is true. You know, I so mean, that's not a the Guardians. I mean, but what is what is Cleveland known for? Outside of cheese, Blue. nah, wait, nah, nah, what, that's what, Wisconsin. Yeah, what what they known for, OG? They known for uh the the mustard that they put on hot dogs because I got some out of Cleveland Stadium. Wait, what? Yeah, that 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 it's that different mustard that you get up there. I forget the name of, it, but I got some. A friend of mine brought me some, and it is good. I mean, it's that's what you know. They don't put ketchup on hot dogs up there, right? Do you remember that one show? This is kind of a weird sidebar, but do you remember that one show, uh, the Drew, Drew Carey show? Drew Carey show. Yeah. Do you remember that song, Cleveland Rocks? Cleveland Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Why not the Cleveland Rockers? There you. Uh, there I you mean, go. Not, not, oh, there is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there too, dude. Yeah. Y'all can send me the check, man. Yeah, yeah. Just send send the check to Dexter, Cartersville, Georgia, three zero one two zero. All right, guys, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. I'm sorry, University of Georgia fans, but we're going to have to talk a little bit about Jalen Carter. Back in a minute on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. 
chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, back on the Couch Potatoes Sports Report on this Friday night. T-Bird, OG, and Mr. Dex is here tonight. Uh, Mo's out, so we carrying on. Uh, you know, OG been a lot in the news about the University of Georgia and uh, Jalen Carter, uh, about the incident with, uh, you know, the young lady uh, being killed and um, – the other football player there and come to find out uh, Jalen Carter was there as well. Yeah. And come to find out he was racing. They were racing. Matter of fact, they got a film on them racing at the traffic. Of course, uh, they both wrecked and uh, they Colin, they brought him back in from the NFL combine to face charges or uh, I think DUI. Or, or, or races and reckless driving and reckless driving. So, you know, also we had an incident with uh, the quarterback, Stetson Bennett. And uh, I want, want you to tell the audience how do you think cultural? Do you, what do you, what do you think that is? If Stetson had his, it's done quieting down. Now this is a big thing where they bring him back in and arrest him. What, what, what's going on there? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I'm trying not to think too much into it as far as the timing of Jalen's when, when these, you know, when these became misdemeanors and it became a thing, it's right at the NFL combine. Now, is that timing coincidental? I, I like to think so. Um, look, nothing good happens at two 30 or whatever it was in the morning. I don't, I don't care how old you are. Nothing good happens. And if he was just, like we, like you said off the off air, they'd sweep that under the rug, no problem. Right. But because some folks got killed, and there's still questions that need to be answered, that's why this is a thing. All of, well, why it's it's a much bigger kind of thing in the media. You know, it's it's a much bigger event. Um, but certainly Stetson uh, was uh, partying a little too hard. And mm-hmm. had a DUI arrest. I mean, look, the guy doesn't have to buy a drink in Athens ever. Never. And so he was, uh, you know, he was enjoying uh, a night on the town and got arrested for DUI a couple months ago. So, look, I, the this is not the first time we've had a very successful program have some um, legal troubles with some of their, their players. I mean, we can look back at, I mean, you name the program. Every it seems like there's there's a there'll be a couple of you know you win a couple of championships and right around the corner you'll have some players get in trouble. Is it a culture thing? No, but I think the football team needs to make sure that in the future they don't have anything like this. Yeah, I I seen an article today where uh, the question came up was uh, Kirby Smart really doing his job now. And I, I get out of that is, you know, is he is he keeping those guys from being so frisky? Now, a coach can only do so much. And it's the offseason. And, and it's the offseason. Uh, there's another guy that got 
uh, pullover, I think, not long ago, another football player. So, you know, you can try to put that on a coach if you want to. I'm sure he's telling them everything that they need to know, but they can still do what they want to do. Now, going back to uh, Jalen Carter, he came back in. They arrested him. He was in jail for, I don't know, 30 minutes, 30 (laughs) seconds or whatever. And then he gets back out and he goes back to the combine. But uh, the point is, by this young lady and the young man being killed, see, that stirs up a whole lot of – because he didn't – because from what I understand, he didn't tell them that he was there the first time. You understand? Then, during the investigation, we found out he was there. Yeah, he left and came back. He left and came back. So that opens up another can of worms. And then on the other end with Stetson Bennett, what he did, they welcomed As long as Stetson didn't get hurt, they probably welcomed that because they can can be done with that pretty quick. Right. But right here, we got a whole other thing that's probably going to drag on for a minute. Now, will that affect his status for the NFL draft? Yeah, 100%. Yes. And and I say that because I, I don't think we'll we'll have a finalized, you know, outcome and it, there'll still be a lot of unknowns and Jalen won't be able to say anything because it's a open legal investigation right. and so his lawyer will say, "Oh, you can't say anything about it." So it, it's a character issue. You know, it, one he, that he's in this mess in the first place. Right, right. But also He's he's interviewing for jobs essentially, right? And for a lot of money, for a lot of money, and millions and millions of dollars are going. He's going to lose millions of dollars. He just lost them when they arrested him. His, he just started losing millions, millions of dollars because he's going to go down in the draft, and he's getting bombarded by all them coaches, by all those teams about his character. Yes, and 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 he's got to answer that. In the best way he can, and they're gonna bring that up, I'm sure. Uh, I, that because they probably can't ask him specifically about it, right? But they're gonna ask about his character. That, that's their everybody's gonna know that that's the, the right way to the correct way to ask that question. One of the things that kind of gets me, and I don't, this has never been answered what was he doing with a nearly $100,000 vehicle as a college student? Well, I'll answer that for you, yeah. He plays football on a national championship team that just won their second title. He's probably got an NIL deal. And he probably got the NIL money and the car, uh, <laughs> if you want to know the truth. Okay. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not you know, emphasizing anything. I'm particular. just saying. It's, just, that, it's that, kind that, of an expensive vehicle for a student. Yeah, that's how they get that. Yeah. Brony James got an NIL deal of seven point five million dollars. Come on, I mean, sixty million of that is his name, though. So, uh, yeah, but still, I mean, it's just, it's just seven point five million dollars. And come on, no. So going back to the topic, though, this, okay. it all used to happen, but now the NIL they can do it legally. They can do it legally. So that's the only. They, they they can do it. And, and those guys shop, and 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 I'm sure that's what happened with Jay. Yeah, but but to to get back to it, so. Yeah. Coaches are going to ask him about his character. How can he look them in the eye and answer that? Because these NFL guys are no dummies. They've they've been right. down this road a long time, and they some way so it seems like they can they can investigate their own and figure a lot of things out. And so they probably know pretty much what happened. But it's really if Jalen kind of tells 
the right story, they'll know that he's upfront and honest. But if he's wishy-washy or, or leave out things, that's an issue. And, and that's they- going to cost him a draft pick. Correct. And they'll ask him point blank, Jalen, do you have some character issues? They'll ask him like that. Now, what is he going to say, OG? He's going to say, no, I'm, I'm taking care of my legal issues and it'll come back that I'll be exonerated and I will be well. You know, what, whatever he's going to, but it'll be, I'm a great person. Yeah. Honestly, I think it, it's not going to matter what he says because what's going to happen is those guys have already, whoever is, planning on drafting him has already made in their mind that, Hey, now we can get him for cheap because we can use this as leverage over him and we'll use it as leverage to keep his nose clean. What that, that's true now, but, but this is the, this is the thing. Okay. If he went from, he was potentially going to be the first player chosen. Yeah. Lions at two or three, I think really had their eye on. Him. Okay. And the Atlanta Falcons ought to have their eye on him too. We had eight. Now, I don't know how you could shake and jive and shoot and say, but if I'm the Atlanta Falcon, he's in my radar because I know I can get him cheaper. Yes. You understand? He's I, more likely to fall, to still be available. To still be, he, he going to be gone before the eighth spot or at the eighth spot. I mean, he, he ain't going to drop out of the top 10. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be a, a behavior clause on him also. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if he ended up in Atlanta. Um, because he won't have that far to go. They already know, you know, what's what's the whole deal with him. We could use the help. Uh, so, yeah, it, I, it would work out. I but think. I'm going to tell you, if I'm the Atlanta Falcons and he drops down to number eight, I'm forgetting everything. I'm drafting him, period. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Think about Because it. there's other quarterbacks. You know, the other, the main ones are going to be gone anyway. Yeah, and and I'm drafting him at eight because I know he can come right in and help me now. And we have a need in that spot. That's a need. We, we don't need a wide receiver. We don't need, you know, running back. We we got that. Yeah, we, we, we need somebody need to stop somebody. But do you really think he's going to still be a top 10 pick? Yes. Yes, I do. I do think he might go from one to nine or one to 10. But I think I still think he'll be a top 10 pick because he's that good. And they they everybody got him on their board rated high. Mm-hmm. And once and they got lawyers telling them what could happen to him you know those teams they got their own lawyers looking into that case saying now if he does this they do this so they they got a good mark on what could happen i'm sure his contract will be uh very detailed about clauses and you know like they said the behavior clause and all that i'm sure i mean unless they decide to use his uh driver's license pick as a um mug mug shot but you know it's all whatever at any rate, you know, as long as he don't go to jail, he's going to play in the NFL. I, agree. I mean, he gonna, he may still it, play. If he goes to jail, he may still play. <laughs> well, there are going to be some fines. He might have to do some community service. First offense. Think about that. First offense. And and did he have something to do? The girl was, uh, who I was driving the other car, wrecked on their own. Did he cause the wreck? That's going to be a question. I mean, whether he caused the wreck or not, he was, you know, in essence, involved in it. He was I mean, he I'm was racing. He, yeah, was he racing. was racing. Yeah, that's his. But he left and came back. Yeah. So there's that. Did, that did he, that's was the question. Was he scared and then thought about and did the right thing, or did he go have to hide something? And you know, like there's there's a lot to think through there. Yeah. And he, it's his first event. Like that's I, I'm proud of him. I'm proud lot. of him for that. Yeah. yeah. First, um, first 
Record it. <laughs> he could, well, you know? that's true too. He could be just a good kid that was in the wrong place and, at the wrong time. I mean, we don't know. Racing. You never know. And and that that will probably all come out in essence. Was he actually driving though? Yeah, he was okay. driving. He was driving one SUV, uh-huh. and they were in the other SUV. Okay, they, okay. It was two black SUVs. Yeah, yeah and let yeah. me tell you something. Did you see the footage? Yeah, it was. Uh, oh my god, crazy. that thing that what the girl and the guy was in. Wasn't nobody gonna survive that. Curtains, it was terrible. Man. Curtains. It was terrible. So, you know, it's just hey. Well, guy, hey, that was that was a good good topic. Uh, won't come back. We got one more for you, baby. And we talking about the Major League Baseball. You know, that's me and OG's topic and all the new rules. Stay tuned. This is Mo Better from the Couch Potatoes Porsche Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird along with OG. Uh, OG, you know, we got these new rules in MLB, and uh, and I'm just, you know, I'm I'm puzzled. You know me, I'm the baseball traditionalist. I like it the old way, but I know we got to do it the new way. But, uh, for instance, I'm just going to give you this. Braves in the game the other day is six to six. Um, bases loaded, less than two outs in the ninth, I think. Uh, uh, I think about the ninth. And um, umpire, we got two strikes on the guy. It's full count, matter of fact. All right, everybody getting ready. Umpire calls the batter out because he didn't get in the batter's box fast enough. You got the bases loaded, less than two outs. You got a chance to drive home runs, and the umpire calls you out. I, I, I don't know if I can get with that. 
Yeah, I think I think there's got to be a little situational awareness here because we we talk about it in other sports where you can't let the umpires, the referees, you know, determine the outcome of the right, game. Right. And and same thing happened. Uh, there was a pitcher, same kind of situation. He 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 didn't get on the on the the pitch in time, and it was a balk, and you know, runners and somebody right. scores. I. I, I wish it didn't affect the outcomes of the games or, you know, give the guy a warning or, or something, something, not just the instant out. But again, there's got to be a balance there because we can't have, you know, 30 seconds and then you get up and then you back up and we got to have some balance there. But I it should not be determining games. Think about when you get in the World Series and you do that. Man, that, that, them umpires asking for it. You can't do that in the World Series. And I know we just starting out, and this is spring training. They got to iron out all the kinks. But you do that on a World Series against my team, I'm coming after you. Yeah. I'm period. And, and you know, certainly the the larger bases have, have you know, yeah. that's been a whole thing. But it sounds like the commish can, in fact, uh, make, make a change or tweak the rules. It's just a matter of I'm sure that's a whole thing and a whole process and but it is he can technically um, make a change or, or an adjustment to those rules. Well, I think they're going to be making tweaks all through the season because this is so brand new. And guys, you got to think about it. baseball is a routine. You, you know, you do your routine to get ready. Pitchers got a routine. Batters got a routine. And sometimes it takes time. So they all having to adjust to that the new routine that they got to do to get ready faster. And it's going to be hard for some guy. And think about it as a batter. If you have to almost run up to the batter's box, you right. can't get situated. And it's a wasted pitch because you're not going to be ready. Nah. But but the whole the, all of this is to speed up the game. And, and in my opinion, analytics are detrimental to baseball. Yes, I agree. Whereas other sports, it, it's advantageous, but in baseball. So teams... All, it's all about either strikeouts or home runs. And I have a statistic here I took just for you. So <laughs> since 1998, the number of baseball teams, the team average being below 240. It, first year it was tracked was 1998. So 2010, so 12 years later, was the first time one team was hitting under 240. Okay. And then, the, you know, it slowly creeped up, creeped up, creeped up. And in 2022, 14, so almost half the teams in baseball averaging under 240 because it's all about hitting the home run and the long ball right, or right. you strike it. There's no small ball anymore. There's no and, small ball. And I know that's, uh, you know, near and dear to your heart. That's, yeah. that's fundamental baseball that's is fundamental small baseball. balls. But I, I just... Why can't I, I just I wish we could get back to small ball, but instead we've got to do all these other tweaks and changes because everybody's trying to hit the home run. Everybody's trying to all the launch angle and all that. Who cares about that when you swing in the back? You know? <laughs> right. But you know, uh uh Nick, you coming in? Yeah, um one of our chatters um mentioned that um you know the the rule about the whole it's actually twenty seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. With it being twenty seconds, I was thinking twenty seconds doesn't sound like very long. But then when you're sitting there counting it in your head one by one, that should be plenty enough time to get in the box, get your head right, and, you know, play your game, though. Not when you're used to 
stepping out. Uh, you can only step out, I think, twice now, right? Something like that. The pitcher can only only go over to first base twice. If you can't throw more than twice, okay. Uh-huh. So that therefore stolen bases are going to go up because he knows you done threw over that twice. So if you want to go on the third or the fourth pitch, he can't throw over. You can get off almost as far as you want. He still can't throw over. He got to go to the plate. You can basically walk over to second base. Just about. Point. Yeah. Just so, you know, but but the so I guess the counter argument to that is a left-handed pitcher has a huge advantage yes. in that. And some of those guys, man, you could look like you're winding up and just make a pitch to first instead of home. Like, so what? Tough, you know, tough. I I just I think that is a mistake that I think will, I hope, gets changed because you should be able to throw over as much as you want. But no, yeah, anyway. You know, but I, I will tell you this, and I will give analytics this. They did get this accomplished. The games on average are two hours and 33 minutes. So you got what you want. All the games that's been going on in minor leagues, I mean in uh, spring training, they've been averaging – Two third. I think the longest game has been three hours and five minutes, and that was the average last year before these rules started. Right, it was three oh five. But the rest of them have been in the twos, so they're getting what they want there because the game is moving. Almost, yeah, yeah almost. Uh, again, I'm going to spend a hundred and fifty dollars at a baseball game, and I'm there two hours. I'm at the movies longer than that. Think about the beer that's sacrificed in that time. That's you know, true. We're not. I, I, I gotta go back to my car sober. Like what? That's yeah, not, the, who came up that, with this? That's the seventh, true. The seventh inning stretch is you know an hour and forty five minutes in. That's it. And 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 you know, for me being a baseball traditionalist, I'm I'm not getting my money's worth. You know, I'm, I'm I got to get there. I got to get there. If the game's at seven thirty, I got to get there at four o'clock to yeah. get all I want. Foot long hot dog. Yeah. Um, you know. And the and the soak in Yeah, you know, gotta get the crack. Hell, you spent an hour in line trying to get some cracker jack. I was gonna say you spent 30 minutes in line trying to get to the bathroom, but you know. I, I mean, so again, for me, it's not good for me because I don't think that my dollar is being spent that well when I'm at a game for two hours and 30 minutes, OG. We'll see. I, I time will tell if the the average fan, you know. Joe random fan likes the new format in the faster pace. Cause that was the big complaint. And that's why all these changes, there wasn't enough traditionalists like yourself uh, to, to continue to support it the way it was. All right. Say la vie, man. Say la vie. All right. Uh, but you know, before we, before we get out of here, guys, OG, let's move over to Quinn Snyder and the Hawks. And, you know, they, they, they went and got Quinn, Right after the All-Star break, which we all figured Nate was going to be gone at the All-Star break, and we was all right. And we, we get Quinn Snyder, well-respected around the league. Everybody think that was a big get for the Hawks. And, uh, you know, his first game, uh, we lose. His first game he coached, but Joe Purdy, he won both of his games. Uh, what, what what you think? Why is that going to take us, OG? I like – Quinn Snyder, he's he's known to have a good, strong kind of locker room, and 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 he's got a lot of decision, kind of player decision making, mm-hmm. and so I think this, the the second half of this season will really tell if there's any potential trades coming up, or I, I just 
if we buy into his system and his format, all will be well. But he's got enough power over kind of player, you know, who which players we get and who we go after that I think it's a good thing because he's a big enough personality and a big enough kind of person to get in your face that he's not going to take that crap from, you know, all, any of that drama. Well, he's, he's, his job definitely is to get Trey Young on the, in, uh, on the same page with the organization. You know, Trey been a little bit of a problem child here lately. And uh, so we, we, he's our star. He's making $250 million. It's time for Trey to lead and do all the right thing. Why not be the guy that brings us to prominence? Don't be the guy, I want to be in Atlanta, make my millions, and then go to L.A. and make them another champion again or go to the Clippers. Why not us? It's our time. That's why we drafted you. So go in there and be the leader that you need to be for our team. Bring us to prominence. You know, make other stars want to come to Atlanta because they like playing for the Atlanta Hawks and playing with Trey Young. And stop all that bull crap that we hear in every week. We we not lost too many games to be dealing with that. You know, we're we're we're, we're subpar. We're thirty one and thirty one. We ought to be in in the fifth or the sixth spot legitimately with the talent we got on this team, and we are not. And and I'm sick of it. Stop telling John uh, Collins you're going to trade him every year. He don't know whether he's going or coming. You can't. The guy has been a good player, but he confused. He don't know if you want him or not. Yeah. You understand? He's so, a good player, so come on. He's a good player. He's a good player, he's a good player but so he solid. don't know whether you the, the organization wants him or not. I see John Collins every night cheering on his players, dapping everybody up, trying to keep a positive attitude, and you telling him, we're thinking about trading you. Come on, man. Get get with the program. Trade, be that leader, and, and, and lead us to the promised land. We're paying you $250 million. Help me, somebody. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I mean, I think, I think Quinn's is the right guy to – a whip the organization and just quit playing games with the with yes. somebody like John Collins. It's like, hey, do you love me or do you not? Yes. But I think I think you're absolutely right. With the talent we have, we should at least be a strong five seed. And and I think I think Quinn is the guy to get us there and just bring Trey like we did the first few games. Yes. With with um with Trey and 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 the two guard. Yeah. Um, uh, Deontay Murray. Yes. Murray. Murray. I think we can get there and and. Quinn, Quinn's teams have played a little defense. Yes. Which, which is, we, <laughs> we this one don't. <laughs> but, Nick, you got some? Yeah, I was thinking about, um, you know, again, decentralizing the attack. You know, mm-hmm. you can't put everything on Trey. And at the same time, he should, you know, with his level of talent, he should be getting a lot more assists. He really should. Well, he's actually, he's getting assists a game. But and that's not bad for a score. Be, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's great for a score. But he, at the same time, he could take a lot of load off of himself and make the whole process easier. If every time he goes, it looks like he's about to go up. He passes it to someone else that's open. Yeah. He's, he's a ball hog with bad, with a bad shooting average. <laughs> well, let me tell you this, the guy we picked up, uh, what's his name? OG, come on, come on now. Uh, anyway, we picked him up from Detroit and Oh, help me. I'm sorry, guys. I, I had him on my mind, but anyway, you know, y'all know that I'm not a big fan of DeAndre Hunter. I've I've lost all confidence in DeAndre Hunter. I think he's so inconsistent. 
I'm he, DeAndre at the three. I'm gonna move in. Uh, uh, what's his name? OG, look him up. No, no, nah, not him. It's the one we got from Detroit. DeAndre, not DeAndre Hunter. Jalen Johnson. No, we didn't. Uh, uh. Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I apologize, guys. He, I, he, I've been saying it all day, and I forgot. Sadiq Bay, automatic money when he come in off. He some threes the other night, just automatic. He is a guy that you can put in late in the game and have a great chance at hitting a needed three or just doing some good things. He plays good defense. If if I'm me, I'm trading DeAndre Hunter, moving Sadiq Bay in my uh, starting lineup and, and moving on from there because DeAndre Hunter, he's injury prone. Uh, he's very inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get. His three shot is horrendous. And and I'm just not a DeAndre Hunter fan. I, 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 I've lost all confidence in him. So, Sadiq Bay, I'm in your corner. I want you in Atlanta for a number of years to help us win a title. Hey, there you got it. <laughs> Mike drop. <laughs> He's in Mike drop. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to get out of here. And thanks for joining us this week. Hopefully, more will be back next week to drive us home. And, hey, any closing thoughts? Enjoy the weekend. Stay dry. Hey, uh, thanks to all of our chatters, especially Mama OG and Lightbright. We love you guys. Um, always listen in and please share the show. Uh, if you get a chance, go to the Couch Spot on Twitter. Leave a thanks or say hello or a middle finger, whatever you want. Um, but yeah, hit us up. All right. We are out, guys. Yep.